The Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. Hey, Ticat fans, welcome to episode one of The Coach O Show. I'm Luke Tasker. We're going to be doing a weekly uh, update, a weekly check-in with Coach throughout the season. This is the first one this year. Coach O, how you doing, man? It's good to see you. It's good to be seen. Good to see you, Luke. I appreciate uh, appreciate you doing this, man. This is fun. This is awesome. I, I'm excited that uh, excited to be a part of the team in a new way. It was uh, it was time for me on the endless string of of uh, injuries in 2019, and and life uh, life cycles change, and I couldn't be uh, I couldn't be more thrilled to at least be able to be a part of the organization in this way. So I'm excited for this. Every week we're going to be able to get together and talk about what's going on with the team and the season. And uh, it actually almost feels like this, like a line in the sand right now. Like we're starting a new season now. Unfortunately, there is two losses in the books, but coach, tell me how the bye week has gone. What's it been like for you as the coaches in the office and and, and how's it gone getting back and on and onto the field with the guys? Yeah, well, first of all, you know, there's there's times uh, miss your miss your personality and, and, and definitely miss your play on the field. Uh, that's that's, Goes without saying, but uh, you know, for the bye week, uh, Luke, we really encourage our and I encourage our guys to get away for a little bit. And, and you know, uh, I one of the things I cautioned him on was just not overthinking. Right, football is a it's a very simple game, and sometimes we as coaches complicate it. Um, there's just some simple things that um, are productive or counterproductive, depending on how you view it of things that, uh, to win football games. And it's not really a secret recipe. And, and you understand that having, having played as many years a, as you did. So uh, the bye week has been refreshing. It kind of came at the right time for us. Let's face it. We were extremely banged up. Uh, we're still not at, not at full strength. Uh, that's the game of football. Um, but we have a better understanding of, of who we are, uh, where we're at, where we're going, and of course, how we're going to get there. So uh, it, it's been refreshing. A bye week is always great, not just for uh, the body, but for the mind. Absolutely. I just was listening to a, actually a non-football podcast, totally unrelated. And sure enough, the analogy is Vince Lombardi. Day one after losing the last, the year before the Super Bowls began, right? So they lost the American football or whatever. And he brought out a football in front of the team day one. And he said, this is a football and we're not going to overthink this. They started right there and, 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 ended up becoming the first two Super Bowl champs. But when you start overthinking, things start to come unraveled a little bit. I remember the bye weeks when I played. Obviously, well, actually, excuse me, you wouldn't remember because this is the one year of my career that we weren't together, which I right. think was 2017. Correct. We were 0-8 and, and came up to a bye week before the Labor Day Classic that year. I literally went to Florida for eight days, eight days nice. straight in the middle of a season and got healthy felt good wasn't thinking wasn't overthinking it just came back refreshed and trying to trying to be the best the best player I could be at that time we were we were amazingly still in a playoff uh we still had a playoff chance and of course this year nothing's written out by any means we're still very early into a long season have you found it easy to come back with a positivity is there is is it a locker room full of guys who can believe well, you know what? There, that there's, you know this, and I know this as a player. There's, there's the locker room culture, and then there's you know everything else that we can control, and and you know how we do it around here, having been a part of it, and you know that I, I'd like to think that I, you know, I'm a positive guy, um, and that's just kind of what emanates through. That's just the outlook that I that I choose to have. It's kind of 
you know, it's, you know, it's not what you say, it's how you make people feel. And so it's been really simple for me because that's who I am. That's, that's just the authentic me. Um, that doesn't mean that we brush things under the rug. Uh, it just means that I think the future is bright and that's, it's really that simple. We're going to address the elephant in the room. You've been in those team meetings and we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to allow physical mistakes, but you know, mental mistakes are going to be continually challenged and we're going to coach them hard. We're going to demand excellence and we just won't let up on that. And it, the, score, the scoreboard will turn, you know, and uh, each year is different, not just uh, with the player turnover, but with the leadership and different things. Like we're a completely different team than 19. And that's great. Uh, you know, embracing the challenge and, you know, you, you'd like to <laughs> the best times to learn are when you play sloppy and win. Uh, it's, it's always tougher and it's magnified when you lose. But I think sometimes when you win, it masks things. And sometimes when you lose, uh, it magnifies it. And you just have to know that uh, it, it is a journey. There's nobody that's going to make the Grey Cup or the playoffs uh, in August. And you just have to keep it in perspective, whether we're 2-0 and or 0-2. Yeah. I remember in 2019, we had some times like that where we played really not, not that great. I mean, there was mistakes out there and there were turnovers and all the rest, but still we, we were winning those games a lot of times. And it's so easy to then put on a film and say, well, yeah, sure. We'll get better at this and that, of course, but you know, we won as well. So it's, it's easier in that case. And, 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 and it's hard and it's the real work of football to then to make the corrections when it's not, uh, when it has not gone your way. New leadership, you mentioned new team. Could you, Give us an insight from the coaching staff meetings, from the locker room, from the special teams meeting, which is effectively a team meeting, you know, with Jeff Reinbold. Give us some insight. Who are some of the younger tie cats? Some of the guys who haven't been around. We know Simone, you know, is a leader uh, and, and, and he does what he needs to do for the team. Who are some young guys who have impressed you in a leadership standpoint? Well, you know what? It's not even leadership. It's, it's their buy-in to the way that we have done things, you know, basically since, what was it, 2013 uh, as Tiger Cats. The things that we started to build with Jeff and, and Tommy and myself when I was the D coordinator and, and those type of things. And, you know, we, we kind of did a, a little fun thing this year where we had um, players from the past that helped build this up to where it's at now. Uh, just send in 20, 30 seconds, sometimes two minutes, um, just on what it meant to them to be uh, playing Hamilton and be part of the Thai cat uh, culture and, and what it meant to them. And it wasn't preempted. It was, they could say whatever they wanted and dress however they wanted. It was very informal, but I think, you know, it's one thing to know the names and, and see the highlights, but then it's another thing to actually hear them, hear it from them. Uh, so the meetings have been different, Luke. Uh, it's, you're no, we're on this. There's Zooms, right? And so um, you've been in many of those meetings and it, they're hard to describe. You kind of have to feel them. Um, you know how interactive they are generally. And it's just a, it's a tougher deal. Uh, I shouldn't say tougher. It's just different. It's got a different feel to it than it has, but we're adjusted. Um, we're, we're able to see people um, not just in boxes like this, but we actually have video cameras in the room where we can see all the rooms. So um, but it has a little bit different feel. Uh, but as far as to answer your question slash comment dead on, I've just been impressed with the the young guys, just their play. I don't think they've tried to lead by uh, what they're saying. It's just like, okay, I respect what it is. We don't know it all. 
Uh, they want to soak in information and it's, it's really fresh still. So um, everybody has the ability to lead, but I'm really, really impressed or excuse me, impressed with how they just aren't in a hurry to do that. They just want to do their part and learn. That's the best answer. I, the, it's so telling of your culture that you built and, and really my, my best taste of that was obviously 2019, though I was with you my entire career. But when you, when, when the, when the team was entirely yours, that your just answered tells the whole thing that it's not that they were great leaders. It's that they bought in. It's really that they were great followers. That's the team needs a lot of great followers, right? You can't, if you have too many great leaders, they're not all great, right? It's a, it's, a, right. it's about having some great followers and, that's telling. I'm glad to hear that of, of the young of the young uh, part of the Ticats team this year. We did see some great catch plays in the first game out of Ackland. I was proud. I was happy to see my guy uh, making some catches out there. Um, yes. Back to the back to the the culture here. It is it's a pivotal part of a culture when with a start like this. And I was no stranger to zero and two. You look back at the years. There was multiple times we did this. That one big difference was though that even after we had been to the Great Cup in thirteen, after we had been there in fourteen, we didn't. We were never favored for some. We were always talking about that, right? It was always like, well, we got to do this as underdogs again. We got to climb out of a out of a deficit. This year, the the league, the country loved to love the Tiger Cats going into this right. season, but we're zero and two. Is the message kind of different? Is there something? Is there a breath of fresh air that now you can kind of just work without without a pressure on your shoulders? And you know, a great question from the outside in. But I think for those listening here, it's you really are focused on the daily. Um, and you know, we do have media messaging and and things that you know we we talk about that because they do the players do watch the TV copies and they do listen to what's being said. And, and when you're Owen two, you're getting all kind of text messages about what's wrong and what needs to be fixed. And you know, as well as I do, that that's just noise. And it's a necessary part because this is a business and it's a sports entertainment business and, and we all need each other. And so I welcome that, but we won't embrace that because that's going to detract from what really matters. And that's the people in this building that go out there and play, you know, uh, the coach's job is to prepare and the player's job is to play and play at a high level. It's a high performance business. Uh, we all know what we sign up for, but that's, you know, winning is a byproduct of the preparation. And as long as you're prepared, there should be no fear or anything else. And, you know, half the teams in the league are going to lose every week. Half the teams in North America from high school, college pro lose, and they prepare to win. That's what we sign up for. So, as you know, like we always say, you're always going to be guaranteed adversity. So we know that's coming. How are we going to respond to it? And each year is different. We had a great response in 19. And, you know, 2021, it's been, it's been very favorable. It just hasn't been favorable on the scoreboard. Hmm, that's great. Yep. Jeff Reinbold prepared me well that uh, the only thing guaranteed in life is adversity, just like football. And, and I've got, since I was there, I've got twin boys coach and it's uh, <laughs> there's been nothing but adversity guaranteed. Daily. <laughs> daily. <laughs> yeah, daily. Absolutely. hundred percent. The uh, uh, coach that's, it's fantastic to talk with you again and we'll get a chance to do this throughout the season and sort of, uh, I, I'm happy to have a one degree separation from a feel as to how the team's progressing and what's it like. And I, I remember so well that when you're not going well, that the media sees that 
and there's something about it that they just don't get. And then when things are going great, they they talk about that and they love that. And there's also there's something about you as a team that they still just don't quite get. There's some there's some level of of intimacy that is uh, unattainable from the outside. And that's the beautiful thing about football. It's so complex and and a team culture. Uh, as the season progresses, I'm just excited to to be able to talk with you weekly and and get a sense for for what it's like uh, uh, from the outside a little bit. So. Coach, thank you very much. Ticat fans, thanks for tuning in. We'll do this every Tuesday, the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. Looking forward to uh, a great season to come. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, Luke.